Welcome to The Light Within, a podcast for anyone seeking to rewrite their life, live in their light, and align with their soul's highest purpose. I'm Leslie Draffin. I'm a certified menstrual cycle coach and feminine embodiment mentor, and I'm on a mission to break taboos around periods and sex while exploring all things spirituality, mysticism, and empowerment. Join me as I interview other coaches, teachers, healers, and thought leaders about all the ways we can feel more tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF. If you're on a journey towards self-discovery, you've come to the right place. This is The Light Within. Hello, beautiful beings, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of The Light Within. This past month has been a massive up level for me. I have been taking a certification course with Axis Mundi on intentional microdosing, and I am so excited to say I just wrapped that up. I'm also expanding my knowledge of psychedelic integration, and what I've really come to realize is that my work is evolving. And I really just cannot wait to share those changes with you. Um, But one thing that I have learned in the last year, and we've talked about it a lot here, is go slowly. So I'll reveal those new offerings when they're fully birthed. And just know that they are coming completely from my soul. Um, And really, they're just lighting me up so much. In the meantime, you can snag a cyclical microdosing consultation with me via the link in my Instagram bio. I will put that link in the show notes below. And this is where we can talk about your menstrual cycle and about magic mushrooms and how this sacred plant medicine can really help you with your period problems, things like pain, PMS, PMDD, anxiety, and depression. It's really part of this new framework that I'm developing in my work. And yes, it still focuses on the menstrual cycle, but from a slightly more expansive lens of both psychedelic integration and womb healing. And today's episode actually gives you a really great introduction to my foundational beliefs about the womb, its power, and how reconnecting with this space really helps us reawaken our life. You'll also want to stay tuned till the end because we're going to do a womb visioning journey. Um, a practice that you can do on your own, and I'll be teaching it to you at the end of this episode. So make sure you stay tuned. So let's get started. I believe the womb is the seat of your deep wisdom and creative power. It is where we birth new life and where we birth new ideas into the world. Now, many of us really only think about the womb when we want to get pregnant or when we discover that we have period problems. But If we start to connect with our wombs daily and we live in alignment with our cycles, we can feel more fully feminine and and really start to access that feminine power. The womb is linked to the sacral chakra, the second chakra, and so it's linked to things like sexual pleasure and sensuality as well. So when we have blocks in our wombs, that of course can create blocks to our pleasure too. Now, most of us are really deeply disconnected from this space, and that's because of things like societal programming, cultural conditioning, religious indoctrination. All these things tell women that we need to be small, weak, subservient, quiet. And the first time many people really become aware of our wombs, again, is when we want to get pregnant. But I believe womb connection is essential for a vibrant life, whether you want kids or not. 
I also think you don't actually have to have a physical womb in order to do this work. Hysterectomies are the most common surgical procedure performed on women worldwide. So if you've had your womb removed, this work is still for you. If you were born in a male body and you don't actually have a physical womb, I believe that you too can benefit from this work because we all came from a womb. Now, this brings me to something that I call womb wounds. Now, these are the traumas that we absorb when we are in our mother's wombs. For me, I know that my scarcity, my fear of failure, my perfectionist tendencies actually started in utero. My birth mother did not actually find out she was pregnant with me until she was about six months along. And at the age of 12, she was practically kicked out of her house and she spent the rest of her pregnancy with me basically living with strangers. Now, even though my conscious life has been very stable, I come from a loving home where I had really everything I needed, I have always had this deep-seated terror that things were going to fall apart. Like, I remember laying in bed at seven years old, trying to figure out what my mom, my sister, and I would do if something happened to my dad because he was the one who provided for us. And I would have these, like, I don't know, I guess you would call it doom spirals into these like horrible negative thought loops about what the fuck would happen if, if, if. I remember living in so much fear and anxiety over money as a kid, even though I really had no reason to. But when I started to understand that we can absorb outside energy when we're in the womb and that these womb wounds can live on in us throughout our lifetimes, it really made perfect sense to me why I always felt this way. So starting to work to reconnect with your womb can help you discover those womb wounds, which is why I believe that it's really important for anyone to do. And it can also help us heal trauma that is stored in the womb and uncover the stories and beliefs that we've been holding on to. You know, many of us have heard and used that phrase, trust your gut or trust your intuition. But as women and womb bearers, I believe we have an even more powerful tool that we can start to rely on, and that is our womb. And when we do the work of reconnection, your womb will start to tell you everything you need to know about a situation. I have felt things in my womb and also in my vulva and my yoni so strongly, but the problem was at the time I wasn't connected so I didn't really know how to listen. So I really believe that as we start to reawaken this space, as we become more conscious of of how powerful this space is, we can live a more fully vibrant life, we can heal ourselves, and we can really start to just be tuned in, turned on, and lit up AF, just like the intro for this podcast says. So let's talk a little bit about Womb worship throughout history. So goddess worship in matrilineal tribes was really the norm before capitalism, before patriarchy, and before organized religion. And it really does make sense, right? Our early ancestors, and I'm talking tens of thousands of years ago, they did not actually understand how babies were formed. And so they ultimately saw women as these miracle workers, these bringers of life, and therefore their deities were female. These cultures knew that the universe's deepest mystery and wisdom lay within the womb. And so before the patriarchy, womb holders were seen as the wisdom keepers. And you can actually see this in the artwork, in the temples, in the statues associated with those times. 
Some of the earliest known figures were found as far back as twenty to 25,000 years. And it's really important to remember that the human race has had many more years of goddess worship than we have had of the male god worship we see today. You know, this type of worship and this type of religion's only really been around for about 5,000 years. But like I said, goddess worship was the norm for twenty to 25,000 years. As menstruators and as women seeking to awaken our divine feminine, we really want to awaken this ancient knowledge that's already within us, right? This womb wisdom, I believe, is perhaps dormant in many of us, but yet it is in our blood, it is in our codes, it is in our DNA, The truth of the matter is, you know, we live in a world now that does not honor the feminine. And so it's really easy for us to become disconnected from a really early age, right? Like maybe you were raised in the church like I was, or this part of our body was seen as dirty or sinful. Maybe you were told other stories about how your body should look or how you had to behave, what you had to do, how you had to play the good girl. All of those messages can become embedded in our womb space and can create disconnection. So take a minute. Think of some of the messages that you have been told about yourself that you might be storing in your womb. You could even pause this and write a few down right now. You know, this shame and this disconnection, when we let it fester within us, it creates trauma within our body. Um, It means that the things that you feel, the emotions that you battle but don't express, they create stagnation and stuckness in our physical body because the body keeps the score. But the way out is through. To face our feelings and to get to the root of these beliefs and to form new beliefs that will help you stand in your power, you have to become reconnected. You have to feel the feelings and you have to do the deep work. So maybe you already know that you're disconnected from your womb space, but if not, let's talk a little bit about some of the other symptoms that could be pointing to womb disconnection. So often these show up as period problems, things like pain, but it could also be numbness and tension in your vaginal area. Um, Disconnection can look like anxiety. It can look like self-judgment and not feeling worthy. You know, after all, if our womb is our creative center and the area where our life force radiates from, then being disconnected can make us feel stuck. It can make us feel unloved and like we just aren't enough. And blocks in this area could mean that you lack clarity, you feel unfocused, maybe you're tired. And so it's important to remember that our Shakti life force energy wants to move freely And when it doesn't, it impacts everything from your sex drive to your ability to launch that project at work. So a really important thing to be thinking about in all of this is that the shape of our womb, our pelvic bowl region really, is what makes this disconnect happen over and over again. I call this area the energetic junk drawer. It's where you stuff all the things you don't want to deal with, things that might be painful, things that you want to hide from. You put them in the junk drawer and you walk away. And because the womb is empty most of the time, it has space for all of this quote unquote junk. Now that junk could be societal programming, your self-limiting beliefs, your religious trauma, all of that can get stored in the womb. 
But it can also be things like sexual trauma, sexual dysfunction. It could be saying yes when you mean no, or having sex without fully being aroused or really ready. All of those things can create trauma in the womb. Another thing, energetic imprints of past lovers. (laughs) Yeah. They get stored there too. Also, the little digs you say to yourself, like, I look fat today or I look ugly. Yes, all of those little hurts that cause your soul to hurt get stored in your womb as well. Now, some of these imprints can stay buried in our subconscious for as long as it takes for us to actually see them. And they can create those energetic blocks in this space, which again is why it is so important to become aware of these things to heal them and clear them out. So where the fuck do you get started, right? Well, the good news is that you can do this work on your own. Of course, there are practitioners who do this work. There are even people who do this work in person through things like integrative pelvic care and vaginal massage. But I believe you need to have this knowledge yourself. You need to know how to do this for yourself. So the practice we're going to do together here really just focuses on attention and intention. We're going to use the power of self-touch. We're going to use the power of our imagination to really start to work in this space. I also want you to start understanding and believing that your body does not need to be fixed. You are not broken. You are whole. You are intact. And these practices are a way to help you fully connect with your body And also remember that your body wants to be your friend. In fact, it has been waiting your entire life for you to start paying it some loving attention. So the first thing that we can do is start rewriting our beliefs about our body, about our cycle, about our womb. I call this practice when I work with clients, our reclaiming your menstrual story practice. So you could start this work by just answering these questions. And don't worry, I will also put these in the show notes. But the questions are, you know, what are the stories you've told yourself about your menstrual cycle? Or what are the stories that you've been told about it? Who told those to you? And are they actually true? Why would society want to shut down our power? What do they stand to gain? And what do we stand to lose? What would happen if every menstruator in the world began to fully awaken and stand in their power? And the last question I want you to answer is, what will it take for you to stand in your power, to reconnect with your womb and honor your bleed? So take some time, journal those questions, and you can also Think back to your very first period. Sometimes when you start to do this work, that memory might resurface. It certainly did for me as I was coming off of hormonal birth control and starting to reconnect with this space. The memories of my first period just came flooding flooding back. So write about where this happened, write about how you felt, who you told, and notice any of the memories that this evokes within your body, any feelings, right? Do you feel scared, ashamed, thinking back on those stories? even now. So after you do those journaling practices, what I like to do is visioning work into the womb space to connect with that area. Again, this is what can be so powerful, what can be so healing. And again, you can do this just by focusing your attention and intention. We're going to use some breath, some self-touch, and it's a really simple practice that you can do every single day to help foster this sense of connection. 
So go ahead and get comfortable. You can lay down um, or sit up. It might be a little easier to lay down, um, but whatever feels comfortable for you. I also want you to know that if at any time you do not feel safe doing this practice, know that you can stop. You are in control. Some things might come up during this practice that feel very big, right? And I believe that feelings want to be big. And when we allow that expansiveness to happen, that is where the healing lies. So if things get a little bit rough, if they get too big for you, take a breath. You can pause. Remember that you are in control. All right. So let's get comfortable. And first, just start with your breath, breathing deeply into your belly, in through the nose and out through the mouth. And as I like to do, every exhale, make a little bit of sound. You can sigh, you can moan, whatever feels comfortable for you. But just start to relax, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the mouth. Really start to sink into that relaxing feeling of breathing deeply into your belly. Now, first, we want to orient ourselves with this area. And this might be the first time you've actually paid attention to this part of your body. And if that's the case, that is totally fine. So start with your hands on your lower belly, right? Giving yourself a little love, rubbing that area. And if you're someone who has struggled with body image issues or, you know, fat phobia within yourself, and it feels a little tough to touch that part of your body, try to look at this in a neutral way, right? Try not to think about the flesh on your body, but let's think more about what's underneath it. Okay, so starting in the middle of your lower belly, palms flat against your body, move out to the sides of your hips, feeling into that bony region. Now, this is the upper boundary of your pelvic area, right? This is the upper boundary of your pelvic bones. So take a second and really feel your hips and explore with curiosity. When you've given yourself a few seconds there, you can now move your hands back down towards the front of your body and feel your pel- uh, your pubic bone. This is the lower part of the front of your pelvis where the two halves meet. And it's usually the fleshy mound. It's under that fleshy mound. Um, If you have pubic hair, it's kind of right underneath there. And remember, we're not judging anything. We're just noticing and exploring our body. Now, giving yourselves a couple seconds there. Again, remembering to breathe in and out. Now move your hands back to the hips and around the back of your body. Now this might be a little bit harder to feel, especially if you got a booty, but I want you to feel into those bones, right? Notice where the bones dip to your sacrum. And that's kind of in the middle of your back. It's a triangle shaped bone about the size of your hand and it ends at your tailbone. So you got to really reach around there, right? All of this is your pelvic bowl. Now I want you to put one hand there on your lower back over your sacrum and then one back at your front on your pubic bone. Now these are two of the landmarks of your pelvic bowl. You've got your hips, you've got your pubic bone and your sacrum. 
And take a moment now with your eyes closed or your gaze softened, whatever feels comfortable for you. And I want you to visualize this landscape internally. I want you to imagine what those bones look like inside. And I want you to imagine this energetic field. All of this pelvic region is your womb space. Now go ahead and I want you to place your hands again on your lower belly. You can make a yoni mudra if you know what that is. If you don't, just touch your thumbs and your pointer fingers together and then place it right below your belly button in an upside down triangle with your fingers pointed down. Your fingers are going to point down towards your vulva. Now roughly in the middle of your hands, that is where your uterus lies and this area again is the womb. So continuing to breathe in and out, I'd like you to focus on this area for a moment. And I want you to see if you can notice any energetic shifts. Can you sense a feeling of warmth, of radiance? Take a moment and think of a warm, glowing red light filling this space. Imagine it coming deep from within your womb igniting your seat of power, your creative center, your life force energy. Imagine it growing and glowing bigger and brighter and brighter like a fire igniting from within you. Visualize it filling up your entire pelvic bowl and expanding out into all parts of your body. This is your profoundly feminine energy. Can you feel it reawakening? Now I'd like you to move your hands farther down and cup your vulva. So this is the outside of the vaginal opening. And I want you to take a moment and really picture what your vulva looks like. Picture the labia, the urethra, the vaginal opening, the clitoris. And again, imagine that red light filling up this area of the body. This is an area where immense pleasure is possible, but it's also a place where shame and trauma can live too. So as you cup your vulva, send some loving intentions to it. Feel that warm light bringing vital energy to that area and see what comes up. Notice any feelings, any thoughts, anything that comes up as you imagine this area. And notice how it feels to spend time here. Ask yourself, what is your current relationship to your feminine energy? What is your current relationship to your body? What's your current relationship to your womb? As you continue to breathe... Ask yourself what desires you have for healing. Does anything stick out to you now? Are there any memories, any beliefs, any traumas that are coming to the surface? And again, know that if anything feels too big for you to carry, that you are not alone. You are safe here. 
You are safe with all of your sisters listening to this. You're safe within your body. And you can stop at any time just to check in with your surroundings. And you can go as slowly as you need to. Continuing to cup your vulva, continuing to breathe in and out. I'd like you to spend a few minutes and feel into how joyful you are making yourself with reawakening this feminine energy. Think about how blessed you are to be in this body. How beautiful you are. How amazing you are just as you are. What desires do you have? What things would you like to birth into this world? What do you want to celebrate about yourself? Take a moment and let these feelings wash over you now. Trusting that the answers you receive are for your ultimate good. Knowing that as you reawaken this seat of power, this root, this core part of yourself, that this is how you commune with your highest self. What will it take for you to know yourself as magnificent? To take up the space that is your birthright? What will it take for your body to truly become home? And what will it take for you to become your sacred vehicle for sacred, authentic self-expression? What will it take for you to become rooted in your own authority? Sit with whatever comes up for you, knowing now that your voice here within yourself comes from the sacred space, your womb, the seat of your power, knowing your womb has its own voice and that it is an expression of your highest self. You no longer need to worry about outside influences because you have all the answers here within yourself now. You don't have to trust your gut, my love, because you can trust your womb. When you're ready, giving yourself a little bit more loving touch, maybe you want to go ahead and rub your belly, rubbing up and down your legs or up and down your arms, and continuing to just bask in the glow of this feminine energy. Whenever you're ready, You can start to become aware of the room around you by wiggling your fingers and your toes, blinking your eyes open if you had them closed, and coming back into the space, coming back into your body, feeling empowered, feeling more connected to your womb, and feeling more ready to live an awakened and empowered life. Thank you guys so much for spending some time with me today. I hope you really loved this practice. If you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email. Hello at lesliedraffin.com. I would love to talk more about this with you. It would be my honor. Have yourself a great week. And remember, there's no light without darkness, but there's no darkness without light. I'll see you next time.